0: morning. Is this Nisha Ward?
1: Yes, it is.
0: Hey, how you doing? We're Mr. doing fine. Is-
1: Good. Is Mr. Taylor there with you? Mr. Taylor is right here with me. Yes, sir. Awesome. Good morning.
0: Good morning, my brother. How you feeling? i fine. Sorry about yourself. I'm hanging in there for an old fella. <laughs> and I'd like to introduce Nisha Ward and Mr. Taylor, both owners Strong Body, Strong Mind Fitness, both co-owners, and they're also IFBB Bodybuilding Professionals. And it's an absolute pleasure to have them both on the program this morning. So folks, first question, right off the bat, how are you guys dealing with the situation in terms of the uh, shutdown?
2: You know, honestly, (laughs) we're really dealing with it the best way we know how, considering that we uh, are... our business is pretty young, we pretty we, we pretty rookie rookie owners, we on our third year, so we kind of pretty much, this was the year we really had a real nice groove going, so we kind of like, the groove kind of like put us in, a, in a, a sense where we have to reinvent ourselves, where in the meantime, while we reinventing ourselves, we also come up with new ideas, help our clients be more successful with workout programs, where they don't necessarily need to have a gym.
1: Okay. Um, Kevin, a lot of what we've done is uh, put it put in homework workout programs. Um, I'm not doing what a lot of people have done where we we're doing Zoom. We do YouTubes daily to them. We've put together a quarantine lean program where they have a home workout uh, workout card that they follow weekly. We have a private uh, Facebook group that we've put together where we can talk to them daily. We kind of put a little bit out there for the public. But a lot of it, we want to maintain that this is what our members are paying for. So a lot of things that we do are in the in the group where only they can see it. Well, I have
0: seen, because, you know, I, I try to stay up on things. I have seen what you guys posted uh, on social media. And I think it's a great concept. And as I've said to other people, the one thing that this situation has done is it's caused people to suddenly become innovative with ways that they're going to market their products and the ways that they're going to help get what they do done. And I think at the end of the day, it's going to be more helpful than hurt. Would you agree?
2: Yes, (laughs) I do. I strongly agree because, you know, isolation is elevation. You can look at it in a whole different, a whole lot of different type of ways. You know, I mean, of course we all are, are affected by this. Some of us are affected by this and, more ways than you can imagine financially uh, uh spiritually you know and things like that right. but for the most part being that we are uh business owners and quote-unquote leaders in in the fitness department in our community we try to like be what we want to see in our clients so we want to what we've been doing is basically getting a better work out within our own selves in our own gym which in turn helps us get a more of an understanding of what the struggles are that our clients are dealing with now we are on the same page everybody's on the same page so we basically are just trying to be found trying to be innovative (laughs) instead of being tied down to what we can't do because we all on the same level
0: I think that's a great way of looking at it um, in terms of like what things that you guys are looking for, for the next level of what you're going to do when things start back up, do you have any ideas or anything you can share that let people know uh, what you've, you know, that you, you, know, what you have coming, considering you've had time to figure out some ways to innovate are there any other new things that people can be looking for?
1: What we've uh, been doing with our clients really is, Your goal right now is to prepare to go outside. So you're in a competition with yourself. Are you going to be ready Mm -hmm. when those doors open? Are you going to be spending the rest of 2020 trying to get ready, trying to get back to where you were? Are you behind right now? Whatever you're doing, now you have time. You have to slow down and say, what is my actual goal? And so the main goal for them is we're training you to go outside. Are you making sure that your immunity stays up? That your immune system is, is good and, and ready. Are you eating the right things? Are you sitting in the house feeling sorry for yourself? So once a week, uh, we're posting uh, videos that motivation are just saying, okay, you got to get ready. We got to stay on top of this food. We can't be at these fast food restaurants where we don't know, you know, we want to service the community as well and help the restaurants and everything else. But at the same time, who is in that kitchen? Who's cooking their food? Are they healthy? Is the food been sitting around? Are you, when you cook your food, you control the food. We have to be more on Mm -hmm. top of diets than anything else right now. So what we're trying to focus on with our clients is you need to make sure that your endurance is good, that you're getting outside, that you're taking walks, that you're being active, that your children are being active. And I know that Latif and Vince can talk to more of that, but, um, it can't just be, you know, the woman making sure that only she's ready. The man making sure that the, the family has to get ready right now. The people who cook at That's home, true. they need to cook at home. We need to be safe so that when those doors open, we have Slim by Summer challenge coming up right now. And it's a six week challenge. We've already put it into motion of them doing the food part. So now we're just waiting for um, to be able to train because it's a group setting. So we have to, of course, wait for um, Governor Newsom to tell us that we can we can train in groups. Um, and if that doesn't happen within the next couple of weeks, we're just going to go. Um, we're going to start programs where we can get those people that are in the training groups um, to train effectively together. Well, we have to go into Zoom. Or we have to meet at the park. We have six feet distance. Um, this is going to be a good indication of how to um, train a little bit better in our own facility, because we're probably going to maintain the six feet distance. We have to maintain the cleanliness of the gym throughout 2020 and probably beyond. This is going to make everybody be more aware of how they handle their bodies, what they touch, who they hug, who they elbow, everything.
2: See, I
0: I, I I really uh, hearing you guys saying that you're thinking past what this is going to be. See, everyone at this point is sort of focused on what's, you know, What's going to happen in the immediate they're not thinking about what's going to happen after yeah <laughs> yeah and so and so you guys are ahead of the game because the first thing you're thinking is, is that hey this may be a permanent situation where we may have to do this from now on and so since that may be the case let us start preparing for that and getting our clients prepared for it right now does that sound about right
2: yes sir because really what it is that it make us find more innovative ways to be more efficient with our system. or we can be more concentrated because our personal training style is very meticulous. And being that it's more more like the way it is at six feet the, the, the social distance, you know this many people in this area and things like that, now we can basically uh, consolidate our training more. And have a more of a structural class. Where not just a boot camp or a TRX. It could be more of an advanced type training. Where it wouldn't be so much of a lot of people. Where structured. We have more of a way we can structure it. More based off of a person's. Uh, uh, height and weight. Or their in body. So now. Because of the slowdown. We have a little bit more. We can practice with the little bit of people we're able to train. Versus with the volume that we're about to have. So. Basically, you're absolutely right. That's what exactly what we've been doing. So more of us uh, focusing on the individual, we're gonna be more focusing on individual groups, an advance, at a beginner, an intermediate, a super advanced, things like that. Wow.
0: Well, that's very that's like I said. I, I you know have been keeping you know an eye on you guys from afar and taking a look at what it is that you're doing and hearing this. Make you know that that's—I think it's outstanding. I think it's a wonderful concept, and that it's just going to make you guys better. And I really mm-hmm. like seeing that. Thank now, you. I'm going to piggyback on something that Nisha said a minute ago in terms of nutrition and diet during this crisis. Now, she just walked that fine edge, <laughs> that <laughs> razor-thin edge between supporting local restaurants and then also doing the right thing for yourself. How would you guys? Uh, Suggest for people in this situation how to do a little bit of both or walk that edge between what's good for them and then what's also good for all of us?
2: Well, being (laughs) that Stockton is a very agricultural place where things like that and farming, it makes it a little bit better. You know, now we got to get to know the person, the person who may have eggs, the person who may have the dairy, a person who may have the meat. We have to necessarily depend on have to go to a safe way. This is now we really are going into an age where you really have to know your merchants in your in your community so that mm. we can start really galvanizing so for situations like this, we know who our neighbor is in business. We know who our community is. That's what this is designed for. I believe I can look at it plain and simple because Stockton is an individual place and people are individual here. So we can't look at it like we like Sacramento. We can't look at it like we like this. No. So now it's a different type of structure where the business can really thrive more mm. in essence, if you really think about it. If you're looking at it like that in a community standpoint.
1: Um, Kevin, we've been gearing more towards um, small business restaurants as well. So we try to eat the, we balance it with eating clean and eating dirty. If we could mm. four nights at home, we probably will eat out two nights. Um, if I happen to have the children, then we're going to, mm-hmm eat something that's a little bit cleaner. We'll go to one of the local restaurants that's on Miracle Mile or in the Lincoln Center or um, Mar- Mariners, somewhere where I know that they're, they're probably struggling a little bit more and they could use business. Uh, we pass the word on to our clients. Uh, this is a safe place where you can eat at. What I mean by safe is they have some clean foods on their meal plan. They're still serving good things. You can go in there and get quality service get in and out the door. They're utilizing um, sanit- sanitizing things properly. I like to be able to look and kind of see more into the kitchen. Uh, I noticed with a lot of the franchises, we can't see what's going on. And they've dramatically That's limited the menu. So you might as well just service our, uh, our small businesses that need the support.
0: Now, go into a little bit, when you guys say clean eating, get into a little bit more intricate detail to explain to our listeners exactly what it is you mean when you say clean
1: When I say clean eating, I mean in terms of um, the nutrients that you need. I mean proteins, I mean carbs, I mean fats, uh, those vegetables, uh, the natural fruits um, that come from uh, natural sugars that come from fruits, um, fats, natural fats such as um, avocado, such as almonds. Uh, different peanuts and different things like that. The chicken, I mean, the protein that's a little bit more cleaner as in chicken and fish, um, ground turkey. Uh, when I say carbs, I mean uh, sweet potatoes, brown rice. Um, what, I, I, what I like to tell our clients is stay away from the devil. And the devil is in <laughs> the flour, the sugar, and the alcohol.
2: <laughs> okay. So okay. if you
1: look at it like that, it's usually the whites. Um, and you just gotta, <laughs> okay. you know, alcohol is not totally off limits but we just want to limit it because those are things that go on that alcohol goes on very fast especially when you're in quarantine I'm watching a lot of people and going ooh they're going to struggle they're going to have some trouble getting it off because it's every day it's Saturday right now
0: <laughs> <laughs> now see it's interesting that you point that out because like I said I see online a lot of friends that I know that, you know, they're posting pictures of them having a margarita in the backyard while they're barbecuing. Right. So so I get your point there. Now, in terms of what people can do, uh, you know, because we've already talked about the physical part, now we're talking about the eating part. Now, I'm going to go into something that I know from just listening and watching you, Nisha. You go, well, actually the both of you, you guys go into the spiritual part. Yeah. You guys talk about having a sound mind. It's not just about the physical stuff that you guys, you guys get into the mental stuff, which really impresses the heck out of me. And um, I would just like for you, the two of you to go into it in terms of how you guys approach life and how you approach physical fitness and where that all intertwines together. Could you do that for me?
1: Sure. I'll go first. Cause Mr. Is going to probably wrap it up and he's got a little bit better than me on that. So, um, our company is called Strong Mind, Strong Body, with Strong Mind yes. first for a reason. Because if you don't have the strong mind, the strong body is worthless. That part yeah. comes first. The one thing you can go and you can get, you can cut your hair and fix it. You can, you know, get your nails redone. You can get your toes redone. You can do all these other things, re- duplicate. What you cannot duplicate, reduplicate, you don't get, you only get one of, is this body. This body is your temple. You get one. And if you destroy it, even when you try to rebuild it back. We have women that come in that gym all the time that I want to get my body back. I want There's still going to be some remnants of where they messed up it and they didn't take care of it. Whether it be through stretch marks, whether it be they like, let, let the body get big and that skin doesn't snap back right or whatever. But you only get one of these bodies. And you're, it is your duty. The Bible says it's your duty to take care of it. And if you don't eat that, you're doing a detriment to yourself. It's literally a sin to not take care of this body. And so what I found, what we found is when we focus on this strong mind first, there is nothing that you can't do. I like to say all the time that there's not just strong people around us. There's people of strength because we can work out all day long. Can you eat that food? Can you do what you're supposed to do when it comes back to pushing? When you, we push the weights, but can you push the plate away? Once and that strong mind is kicked in, then it's game over. You can do anything, Mister. do You have anything you want to so say? So
0: it's about so it's oh, about yeah. uh, what you do when nobody's looking.
1: <laughs> say that again, Kevin. It's
0: about what you do when nobody's
1: looking. Exactly. That's character. So
2: <laughs> so, so right. So. right. For me, I uh, I was blessed with the vision of strong mind, strong body after Ramadan in 2007. So the, the whole aspect of strong mind, strong body comes from fasting. It comes from denying right. yourself to an elevated place where you are so much of an elevated place that your physical body just listen to what your mind says. And you put your mind in the right place where you can visualize where you at your highest form in the best way that your temple is looking. That's where you put yourself at, where it came to me because of exercise and exorcism. It goes the same when you're doing an exorcism wow. because a person has been plagued with a demon. You're trying to get them back to their they, they spiritual sound self to who they are. When you're exercising, you're trying to get your body back. To the physical sound self where it was Where you felt pleased with your body Where God felt pleased with your body Where you wouldn't hide, cover, and blame it So the thing with the fitness and health For me, I put it in an aspect like that Because we have five points on our body Our arm, leg, leg, arm, head Which symbolizes justice It's for you to justify your existence And why you was called into existence And the thing for me with exercises Is to show the highest form of where God created you And where you manifested with the hard work and a hard labor and the stress that you deal with in life, but you were still able to not to have a body that's disproportionate where you being ailment by the inside of your body versus on the outside of your body. So your body is your temple. On this rock, I built my church. Wow. That was deep.
0: That was deep. I liked every word of that. That was awesome. Um, and like I said, don't don't get it twisted. You got people are Are catching what you guys that vibe you guys are throwing out. People are catching because I hear people all the time, and I see the differences in the clients you guys have. Just when you guys post stuff, when people show successes, and I'll give you a little you know hint that at one point in my life I was doing what you guys were doing. Yes. And so the difference for me was I started to develop the physical uh, uh, problems associated with what I was doing for a living. Right. <laughs> and understand. so that cha- That threw some monkey wrenches in my ability, but I'm overcoming those too. And so you guys, when you t- talk about strong mind, that's key. And I really love that. And I love that about the both of you. Thank you. Um, my next question would be, you guys are both IFBB professionals. You guys have gone out and competed. And it's a different type of environment and a different type of mindset for the competitive athlete as opposed to people who are doing it for whatever their other reasons are. Break down for me how the differences that you guys have experienced and what motivated you to get where you got and how you're feeling the need to spread it out to those who may not understand.
2: For me, it was people telling me that I can't. It was always the, the that and me wanting to be able to see if I could. when I was a young, when I was a little boy, I was always fascinated with, you know, muscles. Like, I want to be buff. I want to be like the Hulk. You know, I always talk to talk, I to tell people around Stockton, I'm gonna get that buck up. I'm gonna get, try to get the workout. You know, I always was trying to do it, you know. So the difference was when I actually was doing it for myself versus a competition, in actuality is really not a difference you know it's the same thing the only thing is when you're in a competitive mode you could turn it on to turn it off when you're in enthusiasm mode there is no turn off you know what I mean for in in actuality me getting into bodybuilding helped me kind of like balance out a little bit more because before I was into before I became a bodybuilder I was more of a fitness fanatic more because it was all circled around what I can do, what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But when I started getting more into the personal training aspect and you know, became a professional, I looked at it different. So really, it just depends on the personal's personal growth. Because after I, be, after I got the, the, the pro card, you know, I was enthused to go more into bodybuilding. I wanted to be an Olympian. But the more and the more the business grew with the science of exercise that I acquired with strong mind, strong body. The more I wanted to push that to the people. Right.
1: And and honestly, Kevin, for me, my mine is a different um, because I had five children. I had my four right. sons and I had a stepson and I was married. And I come at it at a woman as a woman's perspective. I took care of all of these people. I took care of all of these things. And I had nothing for myself. And I'd start training here and there and get disrupted because of just life and family and everything else and one day I just said I'm going to do this for myself I need to prove that I can do something for myself and sometimes success is obsession or obsession is success and I just right. it just became more for me and I was like oh my god I like this I have been a skinny person my entire life I mean literally 12 year old boy flat flat in the back, flat in the front and I just, you know, I just, I can remember at one time your brother seeing me as I got ready and um, training, he was just like, oh my god, you're so skinny, I don't see no muscles <laughs> and then, you know, me training over time and getting serious about the food part and getting serious about being in a, training different muscle parts and finding out what the sports medicine was and science of your body and muscles, over time I just um, fell in love with it before I knew it I was winning trophies, and I didn't win trophies right away. I was last place my first three competitions, dead last my first three competitions. And the track athlete in me and the basketball player in me would not let me quit until I got a trophy. And once I got that (laughs) snippet of that first trophy, which was a fifth place, I needed to get the first, and then I needed to get the number place, and I needed to get the overall, and then I needed to get the pro card. And I have not done a pro debut yet because once I got the pro card, the bit, like Mr. Said, the business took off and I had, was just overwhelmed with people that wanted help. And sometimes you have to, you know, life just comes and you have to say, can I do all these things at once? And I just fell in love with helping more people and getting more into this. And, uh, like my um, jurist doctor, once I got, I was like, oh, I don't need to take the bar. I got the, I got the, <laughs> I got the paper. And so um, I do plan to eventually go and compete as a pro, but it took me so long to earn the title. I've really just been enjoying sharing that, uh, what we do with other people.
0: Well, that's a good thing in the community is definitely benefit from that. Now, my last question to you guys is a fairly simple one, but it's also got its complications. So I'm warning you before it comes. Okay. Where are you guys going with this? What would you, at the end of the day, what would you guys like to be able to step back and say, hey, this is what we wanted to achieve? We achieved it. And, you know, this is how we got there. Let let me in a little bit on you guys' thinking as far as that goes.
1: Um, I can say, I, I can't speak for mister. What I can say for myself is to see, um, women, I really, really, uh, I do a lot of meal plans for, for men. Um, mister trains the majority of the men. Uh, I train women to see mothers be able to make themselves a priority, still get it all done because the first teacher is the woman, uh, get everything mm. done, uh, in their house, be able to feel alpha. Even on the days that they don't, you know, quote unquote, feel like it, get everything done and make themselves a priority. So when I see a person like, um, you know, uh, Sinai Walker, who came in, came to us at 280 pounds, who's now walking around at 139 pounds, be able to work a job, take care of her children, send everybody to college, come home, cook dinner for herself, still have an enjoyable life and make sure that she's in the gym at 5 a.m. training um, to show that that is a lifestyle. That that's been a client for four or five years who is not overnight. See, those type of women progress. I will know that I've done what I'm supposed to do. That it passes on to generation and generation. The man, he's an individual. He may or may not pass on the information. A woman, she is the teacher of the nation. She's going to pass it on to mm. her children or children's children. And her children's children's children. She's gonna go to school and she's gonna tell her co-workers, her friends at church, her sisters, her brothers, and that that information is gonna pass. And if strong mind, strong body passes to generations, I will know that we were we've been successful. Mr.
2: Well, that was beautiful. I have a slay. lot of plans. I have a I have a a vision that is very broad, but what I found here lately is I just like to just you know, what, right behind what Nisha gonna say. You know, <laughs> that's been finding me. You know, I may have put everything out there. I say I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do, gonna do this. But you know, like she said, because me, I want to make Stockton better. I want to make sure we can we can reproduce more of this in our city, so people can think about Stockton. They think about this type of vibration. Not only so, not necessarily considered about fitness, it's just in totality. The whole galvanizing, a strong mind. Stockton over there, Stockton Strong, that's a training ground, you know. So me, that's how I look at it. You know, I I'm, you know, I was raised like that, you know, for me when I moved to Stockton. The so group of men taught me that way, Built Stockton up. So, you know, for me, I want to reproduce more of these type of people, more of this type of stuff in Stockton. And I know if you get more of the women like that, the women going to do what? They going to teach them boys first. And they be able to learn and get up underneath some men and be able to get the structure because they already got it because they got it from their mama because we all get it from my mama first and foremost. You know, if I put myself in here with my narcissistic ways, I might mess it up. You know what I mean? Because I have a lot of stuff that I would like to do from the standpoint of this with men, we're going to do this. But like, I got I to gotta fall back a little bit and just let it ride and then when opportunity presents itself, and then I'm going to be able to show y'all and tell you more of what we're going to be doing with Strong mind, Strong Black. Well,
0: what makes you guys unique and especially, I think, this conversation in itself when it's heard by others is going to, you know, really enhance, you know, the the point you guys are making and especially the one you just made, mister, is that Stockton itself needs its own rebuilding of its own image and its own rebuilding of its own strengths because You know, too many times I've heard people walk away and say that Stockton is, you know, it's never going to change. It's never going to be this. It's never going to be that. And I agree with the both of you that it can be different. And that it all starts with people like you pushing the community into being better than it wants to be or better than it knows it can be. And you guys are the beginning of that. And so uh, I would just like to say to the both of you, that this has been not only entertaining, but it's also been educational and I cannot tell you uh, how happy I am that this was done and that we had the opportunity to spend some time and chop it up about stuff like this because uh, it's not only needed, in my opinion, it's essential. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And you guys continue doing the great job that you're doing uh, and in any way <laughs> that I can help you do what you do to help make things better around here do not hesitate to ask
2: well you did a big because I have big respect
0: for the both of you
2: you did a big help by putting us on, a, on the air like that together and let us speak about it and especially in these times and what we were doing I mean I, I thought that was I was honored to be able to do something like that because I look at you as like one of the top people for the you know as far as the athletic department in the city when I think about top athletes, wow. I think of the Simmons, you know what I mean? I think about <laughs> what Jaw produced. produce, you know what I mean? Because you guys are basically like the leader heads. Like I look at uh, Mark Max Muscle is like the nutritional guy. He the one brought a lot of stuff here. And he also got a uh, uh, we, we partnered up with him. Or we're going to be helping him with his new business. He opened up that's basically designed around feeding people the way that we tell them how to eat. So I really appreciate what you're doing. I, I, I like that. And I follow what you do. I mean, we just need to do more of that. So people could go and look at Stockton as about the business and doing some positive, not that dumb stuff. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You
0: yeah. <laughs> well, guys, this has been wonderful. Nisha, thank you so much. Mister, thank you so much. And uh, this might this might not be the last time we had this conversation. Sounds okay. Good. So I'm just letting you know up front. Sounds <laughs> good. Thank you, Coach. We'll we'll do this again. All right, coach.
2: Have a blessed one.
0: All right, you two. Have a great day.